But I'm like, oh, you don't say. Oh, bam, we're live. No shit. Well, that happens. <laughs> Gary Roberts coming on the show tonight. Yeah. Gary Roberts. I feel like that mic instead of gives you a real like radio voice right there. Hiller Hiller called me today. He's like, hey, we haven't talked in a while. I was like, I know, fuck. He doesn't normally call me. I call him. So like when I'm like, it's weird. He doesn't. He, he doesn't really ever call. I I just call him. But today he called me. It was weird. He just wanted he, to check in. Yeah, it was too long before you called him. He was getting a little nervous. I think I was. I think I need to play more hard to get with him. Yeah, little break was good. You know, you let him. You let him come after you a little bit. Let him chase you. I was like calling him like five times a day. <laughs> he he was in the rotation. <laughs> and then and then he and then he's like today he calls. Hey, it's been a while. He didn't, he didn't even have the, Hiller didn't even have the guts to tell me it's been a while. He's like, my girlfriend told me that it's been a while since we talked. Like he, <laughs> he, didn't, he didn't even have the vulnerability to say it was him. <laughs> to put himself out there. He had to get a, yeah. go through that second person. I, I think it's okay to say, share this, right? It's part of my shtick. It's not like, Oh, what's this? What's uh, the first, are you talking about the notes? Uh, no, no, no. I think it's, yeah, the notes too, but I think it's okay to share that. Like normally I wouldn't share personal phone calls. But like, yeah. I think it's okay to share that. It's, it's it's funny, right? It's like part of a shtick. It shows the intimacy between Hiller and I without revealing too much to where he would be offended. He's not going to call me and be like, dude, that wasn't cool. You, short, you shared that. <laughs> right? No, I don't think so. It I think that, that was, it was the perfect amount. Plus, too, maybe people think, were wondering. We didn't have him on the Hiller and Weekend Review on Sunday, so. I'm just, uh, he, did, he did say this to me, too. He's all, hey, are you licking your wombs from the game? I go, I am. He goes, me, too. It's weird. It's, um, it's, um, I didn't, uh, Tony, I didn't drive through Bakersfield. Uh, did I? I drove down the five. I drove down the five. I don't think I drive through Bakersfield close, though. I think the, the highest I saw the temp get was 94. I am sweating like a pig, though. I just did 100 burpees with, um, I, I fasted for 36 hours, probably like 40, almost 48 hours, showed up to Newport, went straight to the bar, had a Bloody Mary, came back, met the benefactor, California Hormones. Then went back to the bar with her, had two vodkas and Red Bull. Then I know you guys really that's unusual for you. Because I was falling asleep. So now I'm probably Ah. like 48 hours fasting, but just with three crazy drinks, (laughs) Bloody Mary and two vodkas and Red Bulls. Here we go. Then I went for like a two mile walk while my boys skateboarded. And then I came home and did a hundred burpees, just like to kind of like clear my mind for the show. So if I seem in a unique state, it's because of that. That's the. Those are the chemical compounds. I still haven't eaten. I think I had a little bit of chicken, a tiny bit of chicken, probably like three ounces of chicken, two ounces. Oh, look at Eric Wise. I called it three deep. <laughs> yeah, he <did> earlier. <laughs> you he can like, tell. You know me. And a hundred burpees. Come on, man. Come on. You I kind of dedicated. Uh, tomorrow morning we have Trevor Cashy on, uh, a, a brilliant guy, super duper 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 brilliant. Uh, it rolls with some fucking high rollers. Uh, he is a PhD biochemist. We've had him on the show before. A trippy cat, stony cat, um, uh, specialist in um, training, weight loss, and a, a sober thinker. Extremely sober in his uh, thinking and logic. I'm excited to have him on tomorrow. I got a bunch of notes. 
Um, and it's going to be fun to talk to him about that. I'm going to try to, I'm going to go through some of his videos and ask him about that, but I'm going to try to lure him into the deep end again. Last time I tried to lure him into a discussion of the difference between reality and thoughts, right? So the, the example that I always use on the show is sex, uh, which is male, female versus gender, which is in your thoughts and sex is real. It's on the outside, the penis and the vagina. And last show, he kind of said that there is no, uh, there is no difference, but there is a difference. And I got a, uh, I got another example too. This time I'm going to tell him, um, like jealousy. Jealousy is only in your head. It's not in the outside world. Oh, that's a good it one. It does not exist, right? Yeah, yeah. So I'm going to try yeah. to lure him into the deep end using that. Gary Roberts, what's up, good buddy? What's up, man? What's up? What's up? What's up? What's up? <laughs> hey, did you just work out too? Yes, sir. Yeah, me too. Yes, Drunk sir. Drunk as a skunk, but still worked out. <laughs> Deadlifts, kettlebell swings. Uh, squats, fun times, fun times. Ladies and gentlemen, there is a company called CrossFit LLC. It used to be called CrossFit Inc. It was founded by Greg Glassman in the early 2000s. It's a uh, fitness and lifestyle methodology with its foundation being nutrition, which is bizarre because most of the people who follow it don't even know that. And the foundation is nutrition. And it is a hardcore lifestyle, personal accountability lifestyle where you take responsibility for your health and wellness and well-being and it empowers you and although it is based in nutrition and movement it bleeds over into the brain because as you become more independent physically you become more independent in thought and you start understanding how to think correctly um and when uh, during during the the upcoming of this company, the internet sort of took off at the same time. Some of you take the internet for granted, but there was a time when this company started where the internet really wasn't a thing. And then around 2006 and 2007, the internet started a lot having um, bandwidth speeds fast enough to where you could upload pictures and videos. That's when I came onto the scene. And then uh, at that time, I was also working with a man named Gary Roberts in the arm wrestling scene. This was like uh, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine of the 2000s and Gary had a very very innovative company called um, Arm TV where for a subscription you could watch arm wrestlers arm wrestle and he could brought the whole entire planet together on this website it was fucking gnarly and then YouTube came along and YouTube even democratized it even more and it's the irony is that I use the word democratization because now the things like uh, YouTube and Facebook and Twitter and Instagram that were supposed to democratize us are now instead our fucking big brothers which is fucking bizarre but that sort of caused Gary to rethink his business model because Arm TV was no longer exclusive in its um <laughs> <laughs> on TV was no longer exclusive in its showcasing of arm wrestling talent all around the world, and everyone could upload it from their phones. Um, at that time, Gary and I, because I was following the arm wrestling world at that time, also Gary and I had a, a close friendship. Uh, we were the only two videographers in the arm wrestling space around the world. In the world. Uh, I came across CrossFit. He said, hey, uh, what do you th- uh, at that time, he told me he was going to run a marathon to lose some weight. And I said, hey, dude, why don't you do CrossFit? <laughs> Wait, oh, I forgot. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, my story has been hijacked by a man <laughs> taking California hormones. I wish I could tell you we had this planned out ahead of time. I wish I could tell you I was drunk and this whole thing was planned out. It's just B-roll. Hey, you're not supposed to push it in. Aren't you supposed to do? Uh, wait. No, I, you got to you got to prime it. 
Dude, shouldn't the bottle good. be the other way, Gary? This is too good. No wonder you don't know what you're doing. The bottle. <laughs> the, what the fuck is going on here? They don't give you enough. The needle doesn't reach the other way, bro. Wow. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, Gary Roberts is. Uh, oh my gosh, Alyssa Carbadow. I'm uncomfortable. You should be uncomfortable. Holy shit! Holy shit! Holy shit! Those are nice shorts. Oh my god! Look at her butt. Uh, can we run the California? Can we run the California hormones banner on the bottom this time? Shouldn't that go closer to your ball sack? Shouldn't that go closer to your ball sack? What the fuck did I just? I'm a nurse and this is not kosher. <laughs> That's what your mom said. Hey, I'm pretty sure I saw him use a strobe. Oh my God, I can see the muscles growing. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> Alexander Hitch. <laughs> Alexander likes it right in the taint. Oh my goodness. Oh. Okay. Oh. oh my goodness. Sorry. And Sorry. Sorry. I, I didn't mean to no no, I didn't mean to interrupt your scheduled uh your scheduled injection so at that point gary um said hey i'm gonna run a marathon and i said okay uh, why don't you do crossfit instead he said okay and i go why don't we film it and make it into a series and we made the series calif uh california hormones we made the series killing the fat man season one and it ended up being the most popular series in the history of crossfit outside of games content i think the first episode has more than a million views yep but more importantly right than now. that yeah. T yeah. Um, tens, can you pop it up on the screen? Tens yep. of thousands of people had their lives changed from this series. And, and Gary, how often do you get hit up on Facebook, Instagram? I mean, that's how old is that? It's, is it five years, 10 years old? How old is it? It's, uh, <laughs> we, we hit our 10 year anniversary. A little older than that. Yeah. A little older than that. Yeah. yeah we had our 10 year anniversary. A million. So episode one has a million 80,000 views. Yep. How many comments? Over a million. How many comments? Over a million. I cannot read any of that without 300 and, 332. It's awesome. I get I get I get messages at least weekly. Now, it used to be like multiple daily, but I I always get people checking on me. They want to know how I'm doing. <laughs> Dude, you look exactly the same. It's crazy. You didn't even age. I somebody said they thought I was in my 30s the other day. That's positive. I am 49 bitches. That crazy. So so Gary lost a ton of weight. Um, and uh it's 15 episodes. I highly recommend you watch it. Then we did a season two, and now we are embarking in season three. It is not a CrossFit production, though. It is a California hormones. That's with an H O R, not a W. Hormones. Uh, it's not Sevon Matosian production. Uh, a Two? California Hormones Gary Roberts partnership. I am simply the voyeur. Gary. So, what's up, man? Hi. 
I called, I called you, um, I don't know, a few months ago and we started talking again and I was like, how are you doing? And can you tell me, can we protect, can we fake that conversation for the group? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> because you said some shit that kind of, that freaked me out a little bit and scared me. So after season, so after season two, you met a new woman and you have two babies now. Yeah. I, I forgot. I forgot when everyone's, and when everyone says, hey, what precipitated your, your recent fall off? Because I have had babies on the mind, I, I keep- By fall off, you mean what caused you to gain weight again? Yeah, yeah. I keep attributing it to having children, but it, but mofo, it preceded that, and I totally forgot. And it 100% ties in. I cannot believe I forgot all this. Maybe because it was such a traumatic experience that my brain sort of blocked it out. But uh, do you, it really begins with when you called me to fire me from CrossFit. Oh, tell me about that. I don't even remember that. <laughs> do you remember? No. You don't remember? Tell me, tell me what, tell me, tell me, tell me. I, I want to hear, I it. I wanna the, hear it. I at the time had been commuting about an hour and 15 minutes since I met a girl and fell in love. I was living at her house in Oakland. I was commuting to Santa Cruz and you call me in the morning and you're like, uh, uh, Gary, before we begin, I got so-and-so from HR on the line. <laughs> and I was like, well, that's weird. <laughs> why, why is so-and-so from HR on the line? And you're like, Gary, I hate to do this. Buddies, I love you, but I want to save you the drive, the drive into HQ today. I'm sorry, buddy, but uh, I have to let you go. <laughs> and you something and happened was, to your microphone just now, Gary. Something happened to your microphone. Did you hit it or I hit it? Okay, there you go. You said, uh, I'm, I'm sorry, but I have to let you go. And, uh, and the first thing that I thought was, I said, Are we still friends? <laughs> like, <laughs> You're like, of course. I was like, okay, as long as we're still friends. I stand by, stand by one second. You ha listen, Kenneth. They probably told I fucking me they were gonna fire Gary, and I demanded that I be on the phone. Yeah. Don't get this fucking crooked. They tried to make it so I couldn't fucking let go of my people. Yeah. So don't 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 act, don't act, don't get this twisted. There were there were over. They fired a hundred people under me, and fifty of them. I demanded that I be there for all of them, and they only let me be there for fifty of them, and they threatened to fire me. So don't get this yeah. twisted. Yeah. And Anything that you think bad about me is wrong ever. Okay. And you said I, you know, I'd hate for you to drive in to the office. This yeah, morning. that's a long drive, just to turn um, around and drive home from from Oakland, and I completely appreciate that. Um. Uh, so anyways, hey, you hey, guys have to also know this. I would do anything. And Gary, you tell me to fuck off if this is wrong. I would do anything and you ask even the people who hate me at HQ. I would do anything to fight for my guys. Listen, I put my job on the line so many times to fight for my guys. So I don't want like, I don't want to get specific because you be can't No, get specific. It's fine. It's fine. If, if you think I was an asshole to you, I want you to say it. I mean, no, it's Was just because we, oh. we don't we don't have time, but I would just say, say to the people that Sevan Matosian did so many things for me throughout my years at CrossFit that he could have fired me 50 times and I still wouldn't have been I, – he, I still would be forever indebted to the man. Like I may not have instance, humility, but I'm a fucking good dude. 
For instance, Sevon and I, we were in Scotland one time. We were working on some CrossFit projects. I was kicking my butt. And then we were getting ready to go back. And he goes, we went to hey. Scotland together. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He goes, he goes, hey, I upgraded you to first class. Oh, good like, dude. Like you let me take first class on the way home. I was like, did I make you, you give know, me a handy? No, it's just like it. Just Free like that's one. That's one. <laughs> this comes at a price, still. I'm just saying that's one of like a thousand things that you did out of kindness. Like, hey, you're first class going home. Like, I gave you hey, some of my. Miles. Only person I've ever met who works harder than you is uh, Lauren Khalil, not including Matt Susan. <laughs> so, anyways, one of the. I promise this story is going someplace. I keep interrupting but, uh, you because I've had three drinks. Keep going. But uh, when you guys had let me go, I got a severance check. And I had always – one of the biggest things about losing all that weight is that I hated, hated all this loose skin on my, on my belly. And so the minute you guys issued me a severance check, I immediately went to uh, a doctor who does uh, – I think we talked, I think you and I talked about that a little bit too. Yeah. Yeah. But I totally, we did talk about it, but I totally forgot that the recovery on that effed me up for a long time. Explain, explain. So let me get this right. So you're saying that you lost all this weight. You went from 265 to 205. You had all this extra skin and you wanted to remove it. And now you're saying that that fucked you up. It, I mean, it effed me up twofold. One, so that they surgically they surgically cut from here all the way around, and they basically tore the skin up to my titties and stretched it down. So this belly button is skin that used to be up here. They okay. stretched it down, and and all the research I did from this surgery, nobody told me that that when they remove that skin from your body, that they kill. All they kill, you become numb for months. My entire midriff was numb. I couldn't feel it. And I couldn't, I mean, one, just from the exercise, I mean, from the surgery, you can't exercise for like, I don't know, let's say four to six. What do you mean? They don't, when you went in for your consultation to have that skin removed, they don't say to you, Hey, you're just so you know, one of the side effects is you're going to be numb there. No. Never. I, that's like when you buy never. a pair of nobles, they don't tell you, oh, by the way, we support putting uh, men in women's sports or we, we, yeah. they don't tell you that when you buy nobles. So I guess I understand. Okay. When I went back for the month checkup, I said, doctor, why, why do I not feel the entire middle section of my body? Like, he's like, oh yeah, that's just, it, it, it grows back in a millimeter a month. You're feeling. And I couldn't, I literally, it, it jacked up my, my working out. You think circumcising um, boys is okay? You think that's okay? Uh, I, I did not circumcise my son because I didn't like yeah. that. I didn't get to choose. Yeah. I left yeah. him free. I left yeah. him free. Yeah. I know that's hard free. for a lot of you. I know it's hard free for a skills. lot of you guys. I know. I want to tell you something about circumcision. There's a movie called American Circumcision. I dare you to watch it. And I want you to know something that the same membrane that attaches your fingernail to your finger holds your foreskin to the head of your penis 
And when you circumcise a baby, it rips that membrane off the helmet and instead of allowing it to attach naturally yeah. over a few years, and then eventually the foreskin falls Come back. <laughs> oh I'm telling you, bro. Tell- hey, this is an appropriate time to bring this up. This is an appropriate time. Yeah. You okay. are genital mutilation is, is fucking actually. like nuts, but go on. Okay. So your skin, sorry. So sorry. I, I want to get, I want to get something. I want to tell you a discovery that I had. So thank you. Susan. All, when I used to gain the weight, all the weight went, went outside of my, outside of my, uh, you have the weight, the fat that's external to your organs and then the, the internal and everyone I guess tells me the internal fat is the dangerous fat. Have you heard that? Yeah, like the, yeah. Fat, the stuff that's on your organs is not the good stuff. You don't want like that. that's not the good stuff. Vi- so what, visceral fat. Yeah, yeah. So when I had them remove all that area, when I started to gain weight back, one because of that hell of a recovery from the surgery, then the pandemic hit, then having children, and I it just snowballed this, you know, lack of diet and exercise anyways when i started to gain the weight back the fat on my body went internal because they removed the fat cells Mm. where they used to be all the fat went internal inside my guts and right around the time that you called me was right around and so since killing the fat man i lost my father my father, who was featured in the first season and we talked about him in the second season, he, he passed away last Thanksgiving, uh, my beautiful father. Um, you know, the lifestyle, the sedentary lifestyle is what caught up to him. I also have another family member who had esophageal cancer, and it, it primarily, they say that esophageal cancer comes from acid reflux like years of acid reflux and what I was experienced. I feel like I don't, I'm not a big divine intervention type guy, but I, I swear to you, Sevon, the week you called me like the week I had experienced maybe 10 days in a row. I, so my wife during pregnancy got acid reflux. My brother always told me he got acid reflux. My dad always said he had acid reflux. And I said, even during those years of being overweight. I think that's I, common for pregnant women, by the way. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because the baby's, you know, taking up the room. I and I never experienced it. All My fat was always hanging on the outside. I never had that problem. But because I had that surgery, it, I hit this breaking point where I was just eating regular meals and I was getting full. Uh, like imagine if you had the gastro bypass, I feel like that was happening naturally because the fat was getting so condensed into my, into my organs that it was squeezing my ability to have like a normal meal. And the, the acid reflux was coming up and I was getting really concerned. I was popping uh, the the Tums and I was like I was scared to tell my wife I was like I never had this before and it's literally getting bad you called me literally that week and you're like hey buddy how's your fitness and of course <laughs> I'm like I'm like telling you exactly what happened to that week and you were you know kind of panicked of course which I I was but I hadn't verbalized it to anyone anyways you could tell I was panicked you could tell I was panicked a little 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, Travis Bajan. Travis Bajan called me two days later. He's like, dude, what's up? What's up? What's up? And I was like, oh. Yeah, I called Travis. I'm like, what? Hold, can we hold on one second? Uh, Johnny, Johnny, my homeboy said he's had a hard time getting oral because he's not <laughs> circumcised. Chicks don't want to touch it. Oh, yeah. Girls only want to put a mutilated penis into their mouth. You're right. You fucking jackass. Thousand yeah, serve, buddy. Wilt Chamberlain's not, on my jock. I'm not going okay, to be go ahead, go ahead, to go ahead, my wife. Go ahead. Okay, so... <laughs> So listen, listen, listen. Since I've started back at CrossFit, interestingly enough, the very first I told you I was like, you know, I'm I'm not. I want to I want to tell everyone what's going on here real quick. Sorry. About a couple months ago, I called Gary. I'm like, hey, what's up? We checked in. I check in with him every couple months. I had him on the show when I started the first podcast again. This podcast again. I've talked to him a couple times since. We 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 have some distant friends, but we're we have some deep connections. And I called him and he said, "Hey, dude, I had this fucking skin removed on me, and that's when those when that skin was removed, there were fat cells in there, and those fat cells are now gone, and they're gone forever. I can't remake them." I'm like, "What's the implications of that?" He's like, "Well, now I've put on weight, and the fat cells that it's being stored on are the fat cells that are attached to my organs." And I go, "Is that bad?" He goes, "Dude, it's really bad. That's the last place you want fat." I said, "Fuck." I go, hey, dude, we got to get you into a fucking CrossFit gym right away. And I'm working with this company called California Hormones. And let's, do you want to, to be part of another experiment? He said, fuck yeah, let's do it. And part of that experiment, did they, did they ever talk to you about the weight loss stuff too? No, we haven't gotten okay. into that part. Okay, okay, okay. okay. But can so I that, add so to that's that? Where can we I, yes, can yes, I add please, to that? Add to it. Yes, yes, so yes, add to it. I, I'm going to visualize something for you guys that you're not going to un be able to unvisualize. I've never heard anyone describe it before. And I feel like, cause my now weight loss journey has been multiple. I've on the wellness to sickness. I've been back and forth now. I, that I'm attuned to my body, both in the healthy state and the sick state. But the other day I was doing Murph and in the push up position, when you go down, if I'm putting 50% of the pressure on my chest cavity and I'm, I'm trying to maintain some form. So I'm not letting a hundred percent of my weight go to the deck in my chest cavity. So it's compressed. If I let up and I put a hundred percent of my body and I let the chest cavity go to the deck, I can feel inside my chest cavity. I can feel the fat, being displaced from one side of an organ to another. If you wow. picture a, if you can wow. picture the, the, you know, the rubber ball where you squeeze it and the rubber will pop out of each finger. And if you squeeze yes. it where it balloons over here, if you squeeze yes. this balloon, it'll shoot through and pop out of the other. I can feel the fat being displaced like a water balloon between my organs and my lungs. When I let, when I come down and I let my chest. Did the doctors that, tell you about this, Gary? Did they warn you at all? Were they like, hey, dude, like you got to watch no. out for this shit? No. They weren't like, hey, you can no. never gain weight wow. again because it's going to be on your organs. They said, if you gain weight, it goes somewhere else. Like, because <laughs> we've removed that skin, the fat won't go back right there. Here's a risk. It goes somewhere else. <laughs> Holy smokes. But what it what it means is I am now the stakes 
one, I'm older. It's harder. It's harder than it was the first two times around. And now, I mean, the stakes have been raised, dude. I, we, we always talk about, you know, you literally are like extending your life by doing this. But I mean, because I made that choice for, you know, really it comes down to ego and visual and I just wanted to look better, but I literally put my, my, my health at more risk and, uh, you know, you can't go back, but I did what I did. But now I, when I, my wife, I made promises to her and now I've been bringing my babies to the gym and they're seeing me move. It's like, I have, that's so badass that you bring your kids to the gym. I know you showed me that the other day. That's beast mode. I have so much more on the line that I'm like fighting for. And, uh, Anyways, what affiliate so, are you going to? Uh, Iron Valley CrossFit. Oh, uh, what state? Oregon City. Oregon City, Travis Mead. This guy's crazy, dude. He just finished 24 hours of Murph. He's nuts. He does weird, hey, and, crazy And how long shit. have you been in the CrossFit gym? <laughs> I've, been at, I've been at Travis's for a month, and I was at uh, CrossFit Kako, uh, in uh CrossFit Cock and Balls? Kako. Kakao. Kako. Uh, I was cacao. I was there for a month and that's in my like Beaverton area. Hills. Oh, you were in CrossFit cock and balls in Beaverton. Um, <laughs> hey, no, that's a legitimate affiliate. Is this it here? Is this it here? Iron, Iron, Valley. Val- Iron Valley. That's where I'm at right now. And, and how uh, long have you been doing the TRT? Uh, let me look it up. It's been a, over, it's been over a month now. You remember I told you, I told you it uh I hadn't felt anything yet like I knew I've been going back to CrossFit. I knew I'm feeling better. But from the time I spoke to you till now I feel like a fl- a switch has been flipped. Like I feel like I feel muscles. Let me see that thing. Let me see that thing. Let me see that thing. Like there weren't yeah. there weren't yeah, there I weren't mu- there weren't muscles here before. I swear my bicep was it was missing. And now I'm ha- feeling how about your mindset when you wake up in the morning? I keep hearing that when you wake up in the morning, it's different. Well, I can only tell you that when I first started coming back to CrossFit, I was accomplishing the workouts, but I was feeling embarrassed. Like, I don't, I don't deserve to be here. I don't deserve to be part of this community. And it was like, okay, this is a mission I have to do, and I have to – put the negativity aside and I didn't feel empowered at all. Why is that? Do you think I felt terrible just because uh, of a, where you were in the past coming back to it, those feelings arise as opposed to the first time kind of walking in and getting back into it. Like what was the difference there? I mean, just from the very first get go when Travis, when, when Sevon called me and said, Hey, let's do killing the fat man. It was just a personal challenge that he, kind of put to me it wasn't like hey i'm gonna step up and be an influencer and be like a role model it was just like hey can i do this and uh you know when you put yourself out there and the community's like motivated and you fired someone up to go you know when someone finds killing the fat man today and they're motivated to go like do something about it when they're sending me messages saying hey man just want to let you know i just started my first week crossfit and thank you for motivating me and I've been a piece of shit, you know, unworthy of that 
you know, whatever that is that I, I haven't been walking the walk, talking the talk and all that, you just feel pretty terrible, especially mm-hmm. killing fat men too. I made a bunch of promises to my wife, like, Hey, I will maintain my fitness. Like, I want you to know that that's important to me. And then, you know, I'm not saying babies are a really good excuse. It's really difficult <laughs> to work around. And that's those. cool though, that you realize it was just an excuse. So, mm-hmm. so what you're saying is, is that when you were let go, that sucked, that puts you into a spiral when you were fired, when you lost your job. No, no. <laughs> it was free. It was freeing for a minute. It was like, Oh, oh I, for the first time, I don't have to look, see if Dave Castro's looking on my shoulder about the bitch. <laughs> I'm not moving. You know, that was a little bit freeing because of the pressure to to be. God, you really are an entrepreneur. You really are an entrepreneur through and through. Yeah. So anyways, I I, I enjoyed the, the break, you know, for once, not having Sevon or Dave, like, are Find you moving? Jock. Yeah. <laughs> but, and of course, you say, oh, I'll be fine. I'll. I'll get to moving. I'll just take a little break, the pandemic break. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, then it, 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 uh, it compounds, right. It, uh, I feel I'm trying. How to long this- did you not work out for? How long did you not work out for? I mean, dude, there were, there were starts. I joined in, in Illinois, I joined CrossFit carbon for like a month. Like the minute the pandemic ended, I joined there and I was there for like a month, but then, you know, for one reason or another, I use babies as a reason to not go. Uh, I've tried to start, but I'd say I was not consistent for two, two and a half years from the time my son was born. Oh, 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 can I, can, I swear to you, there's one time I talked to you and you said, oh, I hope you're starting killing fat man three. And I was like, I literally thought about it. Because after CrossFit, my career with CrossFit was over, I had to ask myself, do you know Obese to Beast? Mm-hmm. What's obese his name? Beast, yeah. I don't, oh, I don't know his name. Obese to Beast. I think he, I had him on the CrossFit podcast. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he ghosted me. He ghosted me. <laughs> I reached out to him because I thought for a second, okay, if, the only way I'm going to – John gonna David. Maintain, yeah, John David. The only way I'm going to maintain my fitness – is if I like really commit to social media and do like, that's the only, for some reason I work hard when a camera's in front of me. So I was like, okay, I guess I got to do the social media. It's going to push me. I was calling killing the fat man uh, projects. Not like, not like a series It'd be lifetime ongoing, you know, daily posts of me just trying to work. But uh, I, I decided I didn't want the daily. Well, I reached out to him and I was like, Hey, how, give me some tips on, uh, once he, I think once he thought I wasn't just a fan, and I was looking for clues on how to be an influencer. He like didn't respond back, but I decided at the end of the day, I don't want that pressure. I don't want the daily responsibility that I have to post social media of me moving for 365 days a year times the next 30 years. Like I just don't want that pressure on me. So I kind of almost did it. You were like, hey, I hope you're doing something. But then I was like, no, I can't do it. I can't do it. I love that 
it's motivating to people, but I can't do it on a daily basis. I can do projects like this, but I, I don't want to be on social media forever. I like I never, this just, is the first time I'm hearing that you felt that pressure. I didn't know you felt that pressure. I'm good with short term pressure, but the, the idea that it's a lifetime thing that I have to post, I just, I just didn't, I just took a break is what I'm saying. And uh, it's it snowballed into a longer break in other areas, but so now I'm you're back. back in two. So yeah, two two month two months at um I uh, one month at Ironside with Travis, one month at uh, Kaka Iron CrossFit. Valley, Iron Valley, Kako. Iron Valley, CrossFit Kako. And and uh, hey, these, how, are, how yeah, hey, hey, these are legitimate affiliates. Let's get them right, sir. Okay, okay, good, good. Stand up for you. Look at him. He look, look at Gary. That's the most serious I've ever seen Gary. He's like, fuck you. <laughs> We're fucking around. Uh, and, uh, but, but Gary, wait, uh, wait, what's this? Uh, sh- uh, that dude's a clown. I used to watch his YouTube. Correct. Bruce Wayne. Um, yeah. uh, where is this? He is a clown. I agree. Um, uh, uh, Savon looks bored and trying to stay awake. Uh, Steve, go fuck yourself. Ken Walters. He's had three drinks. Yes, that's true. Uh, Gary Roberts and Hillary. Uh, okay. Okay. So, so you wait, um, hold on. What is this private chat to me? Who are you talking about? Oh, that, that was, I was telling, um, I was, I was chatting to Susan that that guy's informing a me. That guy's a <laughs> like when you brought up that guy's name, I was just like, that guy's a dude. I mean, that guy is a douche. He is, he, I mean, on the, on the, the highest level, he's a woke douche. But I don't want to. I don't want to okay, give him any. Hold on. I, I really just want to say one that. more thing. I just want to say. Don't bring it, that shit in the private, Gary. Don't bring that shit up. That's for me. That's for us. That's why I don't bring him up on the screen here. Okay, but just Damn let it. me finish. Can if you, you bring those up? What? Can you bring those up? No, okay, no, hold on. If, okay, I, if I if I look at someone like that and I say, "Could I do that? Do I want to do that every day?" Post well, that what he does is cool. But that shit's cool. What he does is cool, but he just went off the woke train. He's just another person who's had success but then wants to preach the victim mentality, and that's what sucks. Like, fuck the victim mindset, and it's like what you said. You you like and, – and, and you know what? When I met you, I had the victim mindset, and you didn't, and I used to make fun of you. And now now I'm like it, – it's crazy how much you knew that I had to catch up to you with in terms I'm of mindset. A- I've become a political biatch. Oh, you're so smart. You were smarter than me and, uh, and politically cooler homeless. than me when I met you and, yeah. and I had no idea. Yeah. Anyways, the point of the story is I just, in order to maintain my fitness and, and live a long life, I need another way because I, I love social media. I love to stalk it. I don't want to be it for like where I have a following expecting what about me? the account okay let me say this i didn't even think we were going to go down this route but if you want to fuck with this let's do it you, <laughs> what about the accountability don't you like a little bit of the accountability like i enjoy the accountability um i enjoy the accountability of the community it may i know it was a lot of pressure on you because you were a beacon of hope for like a shitload of people right you lost almost 100 pounds but but if I you mean, accept your if you accept your journey, it can be fun, right? I I will say this. I will throw. I mean, my it's wife cool that it. you've relapsed. I mean, most people have relapsed. You 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 have a pretty normal journey. The only thing that's yeah, not that's normal right. about you yeah. is that you're vulnerable. Yep, I'm extremely say, vulnerable. I will say this. I will say this. I will yeah, say this. Yeah. I'm gonna throw my wife under the bus. Okay. <laughs> yeah. 
She saw that episode after Thanksgiving where you and Tyson were like railing me for having a slice of pizza over Thanksgiving weekend. Oh, okay. And you guys just railed me. Was that season and two? Season two. And my wife's like, okay. come on, man. Let the guy, like if he's doing so well, he doesn't have to be perfect. And your yeah, expectations yeah. of what you want are like the perfect. As long as my community understands that I can't be perfect forever and I'm going to yeah. follow and slip and, and that's just going to be me. Like as long as my community would know that, then I, then I would be more okay with it, but I can't be the guy who pretends like I don't, I don't fail. Cause yeah. I think that's yeah. why a lot of people would actually would like it. Yeah. Well, okay. I will say this. Seven. Me too. Me too. The last the last time we hung out, you told me your kids were like two. You're like my sons have never had juice, like ever. Yeah. I was yeah. like, oh, I still whoa. don't think they've ever had juice. Like I was like, dude, that's a level of amazing. But I don't know. Like I water down my juice for my kid, and I don't give him juice often. But I can right. by no means say that he's never touched it. Like, right. and I don't want to be shamed by you if I gave my son. Asshole. Down juice. <laughs> Asshole. Because, because somehow you're able to live perfect and I can't. I'm not. I am not. I'm sorry. I don't want to do that. You're right. You're right. You're schooling me right now. I like it. It's good. And just in general, working for CrossFit, you're around a lot of athletes who do, they do live the life. And it's like, fuck, man, that's another level of respect <clears throat> I have. But I, I just is as the guy who becomes fat every few years, I, I just, I'm more normal, <laughs> <laughs> but Here, I love it. I lo well, let, let me ask you this. What? <sighs> okay. One of the How? reasons what during this first month and a half that I've been, one of the reasons why I agreed to do the California hormones is I was like, okay, I'm older. Will that not everything in moderation? Not everything in moderation. No will... fentanyl in moderate. No fentanyl in moderation. <laughs> no, no dollop of peanut butter moderation. in my Lamborghini's gas tank in moderation. Not everything in moderation. I don't agree. I don't agree. Uh, I was hoping one of the I love being why... shamed by Sevon. I'm a whore for it, you. <laughs> oh, Kenneth. One of the reasons why I agreed to – okay, so when you and Tyson, you sat me down, and Tyson made me send pictures of everything. I and There was 30 days that went by that I had nothing but veggies and clean meats and fruit nuts and measured and perfect. And I was like – my wife said, dude, you, you can't go that crazy. You got to be more – normal and i was hoping that california hormone would help me get similar results without being perfect if i could just sum up you're getting juiced up so that you can eat a little pizza or and, hey you know, what still, about what about using it this way though gary don't you feel the pressure aren't you like okay now i'm even more motivated to do everything perfect because I'm going out on a on a limb and using and, and using this uh, supplement. Okay, we've come full circle. We've come full circle, Matt. You asked me how I got that mindset in the very beginning. Mm -hmm. We literally have been transitioning in the last like 
just mentally I've become stronger, more empowered before I was walking into the gym and I was like, I'm modifying. I'm not, I'm not trying to race anybody. And I've been that mindset where I told you that was like just a little weak bitch. Mm -hmm. And like, I don't deserve to be here has completely a flitch, a a flip, a switch has been flipped. In fact, I went, I just, just last Friday, there was uh, two uh, this uh, husband and wife team from Antioch, California, uh, mm-hmm. naval gentlemen. They just graduated. Ghetto, Ohio. ghetto, by the way. Antioch, California, ghetto. ghetto. <laughs> they just graduated. Say, say it, Susie. You know, Susie. Ghetto. 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 Miguel, Miguel, Iron Valley CrossFit. Yep, he of just, course his name is Miguel. Ghetto. He, he just graduated the onboarding. So for two weeks, I've seen them do special workouts that look just like bitch stuff, easy. And yeah. I was, and this one had a mile run, and I was like, "Hey, coach, put them in the class. I need to see that if I'm fitter than some dude just graduating from uh, onboarding." And he smoked me on the run, and we came back <laughs> and we were doing power cleans, and I finally caught up to him. I right. beat him by eight reps. <laughs> yeah. Of course, he smoked you on the run. He's it's That's Antioch. Awesome. He's been running from <laughs> his life. Miguel been running. Listen, Antioch High was the high school that would come over and beat the shit out of my high school. We beat him at basketball, <laughs> and then they'd beat us up in the parking lot. Point is, my brain is back. I yeah, am good. dominating. I'm getting to the gym. I'm no longer scared of the workouts i'm empowered at the end oh oh, 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 oh. i could say you know when you say you got to dig a little deeper the well that i can dig that I can reach in to get to that next level has just gotten deeper i i'm now 70 to 80 percent into the workout before i just wanted to quit and stop mm-hmm. and now i'm like empowered i'm digging i'm beating i'm like I'm back, baby. (laughs) Gary, can you hold that bottle up for me for a second again? The bottle, the the vial. So what you're saying is because we we were talking early on, you were having trouble getting the juice out of it. So basically, what you're saying is is that the needle didn't go down to the bottom. Yeah. So now what you do is you turn the bottle upside down and just (laughs) barely put the needle in, so it does go to the bottom. (laughs) <laughs> if, if they gave you a full bottle, but you'll see my bottle. It doesn't need to be a full bottle. If the needle goes to the bottom, why couldn't you suck the juice out of it? No, I've been barely getting a half bottle and the needle barely reaches. Let, let me see the top of that vial. I've never seen one of those. Vials. So that thing is a rubber seal. And so when you puncture that, it still stays so tight on the needle that. It right. doesn't leak out. So what you do is right. now you turn it upside down and you just barely put the needle in and you suck it off. So there's still some in there. Right. right and now. When, you, when you saw me squeeze in, I was pumping air into the bottle <laughs> to pressurize it to kind of okay. Mm, okay. To help draw. So you, you put some air in the needle and then you put air in the bottle and it kind of pressurizes a little bit and it draws it out. Why can't you just shove that, put that bottle at an angle, shove that needle in all the way till it hits the cervix fucking in the bottom and then just pull it out from the corner it's never reached the material okay it's an, right. it, i have to go like this and like get here the, take t- oh, expose the needle again let me see that needle <laughs> dude let me tell you let, let me tell you this needle hurts like a mofo bro i know i heard you oh, okay. <laughs> okay let me see okay now now stick that into the bottle for me god that's no, a thick needle no, 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 why no, is that no. needle so thick 
Yeah. Because because the juice is thick. It's a thick oil. I can't stick it back in. It's been used, bro. I can't contaminate my business. I'm doing I'm doing Sorry. a podcast. Why do my friend the three friends I have, two, one of them's on the podcast and the other two always call me. <laughs> um so so oh, that's cool. Uh, so let me see, what is is that empty now? You're done with that? Are you done with that, Gary? No, you can see. Oh, yeah, there's some in there, the bottom corner. Oh, yeah, so you're yeah. going to use that again? Yeah. Couple oh, so that's why you're not putting the needle back in there. Okay, fine, yeah. fine. So you're telling me that needle doesn't go to the bottom? No. <laughs> that fucking needle's longer than your dick, dude. How is that needle not go to the bottom? <laughs> I see that, but why does that? You're telling me that needle doesn't hit the bottom of that jar? Multi. Yeah, I understand, uh, Kenneth. Thank you, Kenneth. Chill, chill. Oh, dude. It, okay. Oh, all right. It does not. Thank get you, all Susa. The, listen, maybe when I first got the bottle, I could stick it in, but not after. Steve Cousins. Steve Cousins says uh, mine is an inch longer at, at the most. Um, yeah. Are you? Are you wait, yeah. Hold on. Hold on, Sevan. Are you telling yeah. me today? I worked for three hours to produce you B-roll of what I've done, been doing in the gym, and you have not clicked on that shit. Oh, where show. is it? Where is it? Where is it? I sent you a link. I clicked Matt, on it. Matt Souza. He's you show the very first one, if you see the first 10 seconds and the last 10 yep. seconds, you can see what, what I've done here. Come on, bro. Let's see. Yeah, I, hold on. Oh wait! What Anyways. am I? Where? Okay, here. Let, are, are you going to play it, Susan? Sorry. Head? Oh, I have to. Let me. I have to upload it in here. Hold on. I didn't know I we were going to play it. it. it was, I see. Maybe I think we just yeah. share your. Well, screen? the last time I watched your podcast, you have B roll flying all over the place from the game. So I thought, oh, I thought you were, true. I thought you were professionals. Oh man, <laughs> I'm just playing. I'm just playing. Uh, I'm, getting stream- it. I'm getting it. Okay, I'm you got it. it. Okay. Yeah. I thought that was going to be exclusive uh, newsletter action there. I didn't. I didn't want to screw anything up and throw it on screen. No. This is. Oh my uh, goodness, Gary! This is Odin. He's so big. Odin, what's up, man? Hey, look up here. You say hi. See the talking heads. You say hi. So you can see my gut is being shoved out. It's full of fat inside there. It's like rock hard, but the fat is in there. I can't do a pull up. So I'm wearing that shirt at the end of the workout. Uh, How long ago is this? This is two months ago? Yeah. The biggest thing for me is that. Look how cool your affiliate is that it lets you have your baby right there. Yeah. The the thing for me is that I tried to do a rope climb at Kako and I couldn't. And then at the end, I did I climbed up a rope no problem at the Iron Valley. So I am making progress. Uh, I went from banded pull-ups to uh, <laughs> sorry, I didn't know if it was inappropriate. That's inappropriate. That's inappropriate. I didn't see I the did. cock and balls. <laughs> oh, wall walks. Wall horrible. walks. Nice. Oh, oops! Don't touch that, Bubby. <laughs> Sorry, I have to hide that business here. So, anyways, fast forward towards the any side of any side effects, any negative side effects. Here's where I feel the fat. 
Uh, no negative side effects. I feel, I feel, uh, I'm ready, man. I'm ready. Oh my God. uh, You already look better, dude. It's crazy. You already look way better. Yeah. There's another, uh, side mirror view at the end too. There's already a massive difference. Yeah. So, Oh, look at that. Squat snatch action. I'm working on it, buddy. That's awesome. I think the the rope climb is coming up. Uh, here's where I beat Miguel. Miguel, yeah. I'm coming after you. Oh, wow. Yeah, dude. Um, it's been a game changer bringing my children to the gym. What do you mean by that? It's just like it drives me, man. It drives me. Them seeing my kid is mimicking. He's uh, <laughs> he, when we're working out. Or we're doing like leg lifts, like uh, warming up. He's in the corner doing the leg things. He's it's amazing, dude. It's amazing. Uh, I'm 49, Jeffrey. It's uh, I've discovered really season three is about the children. It's a hundred percent about the children, dude. These guys, um, I'm modeling uh, what I'm doing for them. It was never done for me. For fitness, I didn't do it for my daughter. And, uh, you know, my kid is going to have a different mindset. His first memory will always have, you know, it'll be related to something like Mm -hmm. with me in the gym doing movements and CrossFit. And, you know, like, I don't think you remember right two two years old, right? But whatever year he has his first memory, one of them will be, me busting ass in the gym, bitch. <laughs> I know it's so awesome. <laughs> hey, what about what about this, Gary? No testicular dystrophy. I think that means shrinking nuts. No, no, it's fine. I get us a big on YouTube. <laughs> um, uh, dude, I listen. That's the the thing is, Sevon. Yeah. The thing that we're missing from season one and season two is that you were always around asking the hard questions. Right. That's the one thing that's not happening here, but I will tell you, there's, there's enough tick in the. Oh, there is. That's interest in the. Really? You know, the, so, ooh, so, ooh. Wow. I, so, so, I, I, I wouldn't so say they're like getting, one or two. I wouldn't say, buddy, I wouldn't say they're getting smaller, bro. Wow. Okay. Wow. Okay. Um, is it, are they, are they, um, you know, are they. I mean, I. Are, are they like hard? Are they like, can you put a nail in? Like, here's the deal. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. You know, those ones that kind of hurt, like when you're like 16 years old, you're sitting in Spanish class and it's just so hard. It hurts. Is it, are they I like mean, that again? I mean, I mean, <laughs> you know I mean? listen, like, listen, listen, my wife, shh, don't tell her this. She's never going to watch this. She was concerned about me taking these California hormones. Cause she's like, listen, buddy, you may be getting older. Your testosterone may be a little lower, but when it comes to the loving departments, you don't need no help. Okay. You're right. good. Yeah. 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 You're yeah, good. Yeah. And she yeah. was concerned. She's like, I, I can't have you more fired up. If you oh, know yeah, what I mean. Yeah. 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 And yeah, I was yeah. like, I said to her in the beginning, I said, it'll be fine. I, I want, I can't want it more. But anyways, <laughs> I cannot tell her. We can't tell her because I don't want her to know that. Like, I mean, every day she's looking more and more like, like I'm yeah. undressing my wife more than usual with yeah, the eyeballs. Yeah. And I'm like, yeah. damn it, boy. You know, someone mentioned, I said, Hey, you know, you might sexual interest, like your twenties again. And I'm like, 
I don't know if I need that, but it might oh. be happening. The interests, but I can't tell her because she didn't want to deal with that shit. She's like, it's already fine. Yeah. yeah. Um, but, do, you, do you know about edging? <laughs> uh, I have, I know what it is. I don't know if I've ever quite successfully pulled it off. Yeah. Yeah. There's it's no like, point. There's no point. Yeah. Okay. Uh, do you think, are you going to have more kids? No, no, you can't have kids. You're done having kids. I have a frozen boy. I have a boy on ice. Like my cousin had a frozen cat. I have a frozen (laughs) baby boy in cryostasis ready to be hatched. And we don't think we're going to. You know, when you do IVF, they can do multiple. They can give you backups. So you have a boy that they could just toss in your woman's vagina and and it would just attach to her inside her uterus and, and start growing? So my wife, when she was fearful that it couldn't happen naturally. So we yeah. went through all the IVF stages and they got a insemination. They, a, they grew it in a Petri dish and they, it's lasted the number of weeks that to be viable, most likely. And then they freeze it. And then they said, Hey, before we implant this, let's try the old fashioned way of just, uh, insemination where they just time it and i was like well wait a minute like why just squirt we- one of your loads in her with the turkey yeah, base yeah. yeah i said wait a minute why didn't we just try that first like yeah just the other way was yeah. thousands yeah. of dollars they're like <laughs> yeah. well if you want two children what so anyways they did the insemination i call it my first three-way you know because the doctor yeah. was right there with the legs up he's like chatting us up and i was like oh this is our first three threesome did you Uh, say that yeah it's a joke (laughs) did the doctor get it did he like that joke or not i I don't remember my wife didn't like it (laughs) (laughs) i like it i I give you Uh, anyways that was my son that was my son so my son was born then (laughs) almost two years later my wife and i we were trying to figure out what do we do with the other boy was your doctor a male or female? Important question here. Sorry. Male, male. Mm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, male, male, so, female. Action. Chill, Craig. Chill, Craig. Don't, don't, don't. No judgment. No judgment zone. Chill, Craig. So chill. Then, so then, uh, just it was summer. Like my son was two and a half, and we're yeah. like, "What do we do about this frozen embryo?" And before we knew it, my wife, without any doctor intervention whatsoever. 100% natural. We got married, Sevon, which that's another thing I'm pissed off. Why in the world did you not come to my wedding? Was Bullshit. I invited? I invited Yosemite. I invited you and Tyson. Neither of you came to my wedding. I'm really upset about it. Wow. Anyways, on our honeymoon, after our wedding, on uh, our Ladies honeymoon, and gentlemen, don't anyone ever invite me to a fucking wedding. Thank you. Okay, go on. <laughs> I was a bit disappointed, Sevi. I know. And you know what? Like... I don't, I don't. Hopefully it's RSVP. That's all right. Matt, I would have liked to have done, I would have liked to have done anything with you outside. Like, even if I don't like going to weddings, I would have liked to have done anything with you or for you or, or part of anything that's like means anything to you because just the way our lives are interconnected. So you're right. Even though I think I, 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 thank you. I mean, sorry, whatever I'm supposed to say. I love you. It's, it's fine. I'm busting your balls. But the point is, <laughs> one month after the wedding, we got 
pregnant, <laughs> completely uh, natural. And we had a baby girl. No, not completely natural. You squirted in there with a turkey baster. You didn't, it no, wasn't no, through, no, like it no. didn't shoot out through the head. Oh, he no, used no. his turkey baster. The daughter, my daughter. Oh, oh that's my straight da- from your penis to her. Yeah, it's u- completely uterus. normal on the honeymoon. All right. So wow. now we had these two babies, and I was like, oh, we're not having that third. We can't. I'm like, this too is hard work, bro. <laughs> so we can't, we can't do this again. So sadly, they're just maybe frozen. Frozen boy. I, f- I fired you. You gained weight back. I didn't show up to your wedding and um, I injected you with testosterone. Fuck. Listen, I like I told everyone else, Savon Matosian would have to do 20 million bad things to even dent what the man did for me during my lifetime. I mean, I can't tell you what you've done for me either. You've done so much good shit for me too. We're even. Listen, for you We're tied. We're tied. For, yeah, for you commenters out there busting Savon Matosian for not coming <laughs> to my wedding, he did so many things that I thought maybe there was a little bit of favoritism. I was like, Well, definitely oh. favoritism. I was I, I don't believe in fair. Definitely favoritism. I, I like, always <laughs> did more for people that I like more and anyone who thought I, that was I'll wrong. I'll never for, I'll yourself. never forget. I'll never forget. I'll never forget. I will give a little insight here. Uh so we were at uh Big Sky Montana and we were having a media meeting and all the media guys were talking about how like it's a pain in the ass having to get reimbursed for like luggage costs and I was like Oh, Simon's never made me deal with that shit. (laughs) (laughs) Never. I've never had a problem. I've never had to turn in a receipt for luggage. (laughs) And I just felt bad because, you know, Sevon Sevon took care of me as a, as an employee. Like, like he was the dream, dream boss and homie. Uh, okay. it, it was, it, I only did that because th- there is, in all honesty, you were one of the hardest workers in the biz. And, and to be fair, almost everyone worked at CrossFit Inc. It, whether I liked you or not, fuck, you guys were hard workers. It was an impressive uh, group of people. <laughs> Gary, so your film, this is season three. And so you've started filming your journey. Yeah. And because I don't have a dedicated filmographer following me, I'd, right. I just. I've filmed no so pressure. much nope. because this I want I want a lot of varied shots. So I I've kind of filmed every single workout. Like I have like twenty hours of footage. It's 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 bullshit. It's like, have you done oh. any repeat workouts yet? You know, f- funny thing is that today we had a repeat movement bar rollout where like you're on your knees and you have to like roll the bar mm-hmm. out as far as you can can and then and bring it back in, which I can only go like halfway today. We, we repeated it and I went a little further than I did the last time. So nice. Good. Uh, no, no repeat actual workouts. Oh, I repeated Murph. Oh, 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 oh. So I did Murph. I did Murph, you know, back in what was it? Memorial day. And it was mm-hmm. a half Murph. I did them one mile, half one miles, 56 minutes. I just, when my crazy coach did a 24 hour Murphathon. I redid Murph, full Murph, with a vest on the runs. I didn't partition it, and I did it in about two hours. No bands on hey, the full runs. Hey, nice. that, it, that, that's crazy that you've done Murph twice in two months and you just started <laughs> CrossFit. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. fucking nuts, dude. Hey, yeah. good job. Fifty-seven minutes and two hours is fucking dope. That's a what people don't realize is 
there, there becomes a point where people are like, well, they're trying to compare times and they're like, oh, I did it in 50 minutes or I did it in 48 minutes or whatever. But like, dude, two hours means that he was working for two hours. There's a component of that that makes that harder than someone that did it in 45 minutes. He's been, was on his feet for two hours working. It's nuts. Yeah. It's oh, nuts. I, you must I, have been hurting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, <laughs> if I could describe... I was thinking about this at the gym today when I just finished. Look at look at this. Look at this. Look at this, Gary. You're gonna love this. Cobra Rose. (laughs) Legends in the house. Okay, sorry. Go ahead, Gary. Go ahead. If I I was thinking about this when I first started CrossFit, the I was I'd say I was close to hurting myself so many different times. I was so fragile. Me too. Like I had excited, right? I, I don't know. I already told you I wasn't excited. I was intimidated. I was sad. I was depressed. I hated myself. Oh, this time, this time, this time. But I, I'm telling you, I was like, oh, I'm feeling my age. I'm feeling my mobility's crap. I'm, I'm achy. I feel like everything is gonna injure itself. And then I was working out today, and I was like, oh shit, you haven't felt like you're gonna injure yourself for weeks. Not only do I not feel like I'm going to injure myself, I'm stronger. Like today, deadlifts, I threw 225 on for uh, sets of uh, uh, five, five, four, four, three, wow. three. Wow. And, uh, awesome. You're getting it. I, I was like, oh, I haven't done 225 since like 2015. But wow. I, I was just doing it in the strength portion. And I was like, I do not feel like I'm close to injuring myself. I feel like I'm getting stronger. So, I, I mean, a lot has – changed since we spoke two weeks ago i was like i don't know what's going on i'm not feeling amazing but today i'm crushing it bro yeah that's awesome um, any, any, any any uh weight loss have you lost any weight i'm down about 13 pounds no nice. shit yeah wow yeah 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 uh if I was a hundred percent on the nutrition, it could be more. But you told me we had a year, so I was like, I, 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 "My <laughs> wife's into it." Well, my wife said, "Like, hey, man, don't be doing that Tyson stuff. You got you guys get shamed for, you know, a slice of pizza." Well, um, it's, it's more. Do you, do, you, do you think? What do you think I could do? So, like today, what do you think I could do to make it so? Like, here's the deal with me. I, I'm far, I'm I'm far from perfect, and how I raise my kids is far from perfect. I just don't like to show the parts where I'm not being perfect because I don't want to give anyone. It, it's not that I'm ashamed. It's just I don't want to give anyone an excuse. I don't want to show that. So I'll give you an example. Um, yesterday, uh, after an, I, an insane day, I can't even tell you how much crazy shit Avi did and the boys and all three boys did. Then afterwards, they came home and they went on the skate ramp, and I had them. Um, skate opposite what they normally skate. So I made Avi skate regular and I made the boys skate goofy Goofy. and I had them do that for 15 minutes. That's some hard shit. And after that, I gave them as a reward, I gave them ice cream, little tiny ice cream sandwiches, tofu cuties or something. But I would never show that on my Instagram because I don't want to, I don't condone that. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, but but, just, but on the other hand, just, I don't want to alienate people. I don't want to. I don't want. You're just. I don't want. You're just falling into the Instagram fallacy that everything is fake. <laughs> well, is it? I, I, 
here, here's, here's my thought. That it's not that it's fake. Okay, let me give you an example. Let me give you an example. I didn't say that it is fake, but there's a let perception me give you an that people only show their bright side on Instagram. Yes, yes, 100% I only do, 100%. Yeah. But here's, here's the thing. I, I, um, when I watched um, Mad Men, that show, that motherfucker John Hamm is always smoking and, sh- and drinking alcohol. And whenever I watch that show, I'm like, damn, I want to smoke and I just want to do shots. And I and I it, it's not that I um want to be fake. It's that I don't want to I don't want to glorify that um lifestyle. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's very interesting because the part of my killing the fat man on the Sevon channel is dealing with that issue. And I was like, you know, where do you draw the line? Where do you draw the line between being fake but not like I don't. I don't want. I don't want anyone to be like. Well, someone has ice cream, so I should have ice cream. Now, fuck you. No. Yeah, I don't want to give permission by posting. Yeah, I'm, right? I don't want to give people permission for that. Okay. There's already I want to try. That to, I want to us. try to be perfect. Hey. I listen. Listen. I can't believe you said. I can't believe you did it. You. You. You teed me up for a perfect. Okay. Do it. Listen. I've been trying to equate. I haven't. I'm not successful at it, so I don't know if I'm going to butcher this. But I've been trying to equate uh, finance and fitness. Like there's some sort of parallel analogies here. And follow me for a second. Like I hear a story like, oh, don't eat that cookie. It takes 20 minutes to burn that off on the treadmill. And then they always stick that in your head. But no one's talking about, well, the person who is – who like there's a person who's living – I like they're overeating. I say they're getting into debt or the person Mm -hmm. who is uh, building muscle is the person who's saving financially for like a better future. The person who's living financially smart can afford to splurge and have a pizza because they can afford it. And they can also, they're working out so they can afford it on their body versus the person who's living a deficit, like in debt, that pizza is just going to go to more fat. Like they can't afford it. You know what I mean? And so I think like when I think of what I'm doing right now is I'm a person who's trying at 49, who's trying to kickstart their fitness again, is this analogous to the person who's tried to save for retirement multiple times, but has failed to do so. The later you take to start saving money, you have to put away more to get less back. And I feel like my fitness journey is very like that. I'm having to work harder to see even less results versus somebody who's younger and start saving the compounding effect. So when it comes to can you afford to have ice cream, I think it really comes down to that. Like are you living smart financially or fitness-wise for most of your life so you can afford to do these little things and not take a hit. That's kind of what I think of as ice cream. Like right now, my fitness journey, because I'm trying to lose weight, I can eat clean six days a week. All it takes is one Sunday barbecue to crush the potato chips, crush the red vines, have a couple Cokes, and I have lost all my gains for one week. And it's like, 
to you, you're like, hey, how come you didn't lose any weight this week? And it's like, but I did so well for six days. It only took one to F me all up. So that's kind of like where I'm at. Right? Hey, but that's better, though, than doing um, uh, six days of fucked upness in a right. row. Right, right. Yeah, months but, of fucked upness. But, but back in <clears throat> Killing Batman 2, I ate clean for 29 days in a row, and you guys shamed me on day 30 for mm. having a slice of pizza. Like Was that, that good or bad? Yeah, that's what I want to know, too. I mean – I don't think it's realistic to expect if you're if I'm trying to inspire people to do killing the fat man themselves, I I don't think it's reasonable to expect that they're going to be out of 90 days. They're not going to have one cheat day and to shame them if they do. Like, I just think that's unrealistic. I'm not disagreeing for for killing fat man purposes. It was awesome. It worked out. And I met my wife and I now have two babies and thank you and Tyson so much. However, me going forward, I'm trying to just. So, so you think it should be 29 days of strict eating, one day of shit eating with no shaming and then back to 29 days. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I'm just saying the shame factor versus what's reasonable expectation. Okay. Like, right, like right. not just completely like shit, but not. You know what? You know, it makes me feel like I killed my wife because I, right. Her. You know, it'd be, I, I wish I could rem. I can't really, re I can't remember that. <laughs> you just, you just have to watch the episode, bro. <laughs> I, do. I have to go back and watch it. <laughs> I just You're actually like, was watching some of them and I, I saw that part about the pizza. You know what part he's like, talking about? Did so we, yeah. And he's like, he's like, what is on my phone? The, what did you eat? That's not on my phone right now. What did you eat? And he's like looking through all the photos that he Dude, sent them. Sevan Matosian is running through the background of the obstacle. Oh my God. Dude, did you hear it? Did you hear what, did you hear what he said? Did you, he had pizza. Can, uh, you can see you running in the next room going, did you hear it? He said pizza. He had a Coke. You came up yeah. to me. You had a Coke. This is what my face you looks like when I feel like Coke. an asshole. Hey, what if on this time, killing the season, uh, Fat Man season three, when you went to have one of your balanced meals, let's call it, or, or or you indulged in the ice cream, what if you talked about the feelings that you had leading up to it, and then if it was satisfying after you had that ice cream or not? Oh, because you said you don't it's have. Well, it's it's it might just also be a good exercise, not in the sense of shaming, but just in the sense of awareness or the realization about what, why did I, what led me to the thought to actually eat this ice cream? Was it did I feel I deserved it or whatever the case may be? And then as you finish it, say, hey, what were the repercussions of that mentally? Like, how did that make me feel afterwards? Did it change anything? Should I have just avoided it in the first place? And so, did it's you not say it's never satisfying? Is that what you said? Mm. What did Gary say when you asked that, Matt? You said, <laughs> is it? Yeah. You said, is it yeah, satisfying? It right. And what, and what did he say? <laughs> okay, I believe so. he said it, it's never satisfying. I, okay, listen, 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 listen. I'm about to say something. Is I, it, was, I wasn't even going to. Is sex satisfying? Do you, is sex satisfying? Oh, fuck yeah. Come yeah, on. But, but, <laughs> but, drinking a, but drinking a Coke isn't. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I'm going to, I'm going to release something here that I was going to hide from killing the fat man. Season mm -hmm. three. And I was God, you look good, by the way. You look great. Thank you. I was 100% going to hide it because of the shaming that Sevon has done in the past. Yes. Which is my wife. Hold that Coke up that's down there on your desk right now, Gary. <laughs> Hold your fucking Coke up. No, listen, listen. Listen. My wife is someone 
who can have a soda every now and again. She doesn't yeah. overdo it. Yeah. She's just normal. She could drink a soda and not even finish it, maybe. Yeah. And she's like, hey, dude, fuck Savon. Like, I'm yeah. not going <laughs> to not gonna not have a soda just because he's shamed. Like, I am normal. I don't, I don't go crazy with it. By the way, she didn't say that. That's my ad lib. Understood. Understood. Uh, so we still have a. S- oh no! I can't believe I'm doing this. I can't believe I'm doing this. Take me to the fridge. We, Take me to the fridge. <laughs> Take me to the fridge now. This so is my, your father speaking, Luke. So my, my biggest, my biggest problem. Come to the dark side, Gary. So my biggest problem is that it's still around. And oh, throw it out. Coke shaming. Coke shaming. Let me see. Please be a Diet Coke. Please be a Diet Coke. Please don't be regular Coke. Please be a Diet Coke. Oh, holy shit. Whoa. You're a fucking distributor. It's <laughs> <laughs> a nice fridge. God, please listen, tell me there's some booze in there. Listen, we had a party. <laughs> we had a party. And so there's all this leftover soda. And my wife... She can just avoid it all the time. And Do you so- know all I'm thinking about right now is how good your internet is that you can walk around your house and your fucking audio and video don't break up and we have these fucking knuckleheads on that can't fucking even find one place in their house where they can be so on the true. show. So I wasn't going to talk about that. It, I would probably do better if my wife, if it was 100% eliminated from the house. So what I'd, I've done is I was like, hey, can you... So I'll wait for her to open one and then I'll steal a sip uh, and I'll be like, okay, that's it. I just stole a sip. What does she drink? Does she drink Diet Coke? No, she just has a Coke every once in a while, but she's normal. Like she's a normal I can't drink person. a regular Coke. I can have a Diet Coke. I can't drink a regular Coke for some reason. So anyways, I was going to kind of avoid that because I didn't. What about 7-Up? Would you have a 7-Up? Oh, sure. sure. What a waste. There's not even caffeine in that, Gary. What the fuck? <laughs> Is this, I mean. You told me 45 minutes. Am I boring the audience? I, I feel No, like this is awesome. This, this whole episode has been <laughs> fucking amazing. So, <laughs> I didn't even realize it had already been that long. I mean I'm doing the rest of I'm doing the rest of the show like this. So between <laughs> I can't believe I get to stand up. So between going to the gym, I'm eating clean most of the time. I'm doing the California hormone hormone. I'm feeling awesome. And it, it may not be perfect under Savon Tyson standards, but I'm seeing results. I'm feeling better. So I'm, you know, hopefully the community can accept me for who I am. How much of this podcast is fake? Fake? No. Oh, okay, oh, good. I've done, the only thing I would do, here's the difference between killing fat man today and killing fat man season one is I'd been married 25 years. And Anissa and I, as you know, she left me in season two, Anissa and I, I was, I had zero fucks given. So I was a hundred percent. I was a hundred percent honest about our sex life. And my wife's like, Hey man, I appreciate a little privacy on the little discretion uh, on the, on the, you know, she's a little, she's shyer. So that's the difference between season one and two and three is there'll be less sex in season three. (laughs) That really fucked up season three, but it's okay. 
Well, here's the deal. That's why I said you were missing because if you were around, you would ask some hard questions and might get yeah. me to sneak out some information. But when I'm just talking, I'm like, you know, I'm not going to just. Yeah. She's just shyer. In the, in um, terms what? Of, it, how did you? Why are you? I thought she was a Bay Area gal. Why? How did you guys end up in Portland? Why aren't you guys back in the Bay Area? Uh, I know you moved the, up there for your dad. Yeah, during the pandemic, we just had a baby. She was on maternity leave, so we were like, we're gonna go visit some grandparents. So we ended up in the Chicago area. Her father got sick, and I had to nurse him. I had to take care of him on his deathbed. Uh. During that time, both your dads passed away in, in the last year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Crazy. During that time, there was a family tiff between a family member who lived here in Oregon, and they told me I was a terrible son for not being in Oregon and that they were taking care of my father. And uh, anyways, I, they were making me feel bad about myself that I went to Illinois and not Chicago. And then when Xavier was being sick, I was like, oh, I just felt this urge. You mean that you went to Illinois instead of Portland? You went to Chicago instead of Portland? Yeah, yeah. And okay. when he when he was dying, I just felt a calling. I just like your oh. your father you're talking about? Caroline's father. Family. Caroline's father was sick. Right. He was, he was passing away and I was taking care of him. And I felt I I told you earlier I'm not religious. I'm not I don't believe in divine intervention. The timing that you called me right when I was experiencing these crazy unhealthy acid reflexes like weird timing. I don't it felt divine but I don't I'm not divine guy, right? But it was the same thing. Xavier was sick and I was like I felt this I was like, "Oh my god, my dad's getting old too. I got to be near him." And just at that time Caroline's work kind of opened up the work from home movement. You know, she's a corporate girl. They're like, Hey, you can work from home. And I said, would you consider relocating? And she's like, let's do it. So we came to Oregon and my dad passed away in less than a month from the time I got here. Wow. Yeah. Like and, I knew and, and her dad had passed before you left. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so you he took passed. care of him until he passed, and you went and took care of your dad, and he passed. Yeah, there was and, and, some. And, uh, there was and, and some did, rel- did, did whoever shame you stop shaming you? Mm, we haven't really spoken that oh. that conversation. Well, at least, last. at least I shamed you, and we still speak, though. <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would again like to oh, reiterate: Savamatosian for all the shaming has done has done a lot. Hey, listen, listen, I, I, I'm a world-class shamer. I don't care. It's fine. It, it, it doesn't matter. I am a tool and I am a world-class tool. I'm one of God's greatest tools and that's just, I'm just a tool. I just can't help it. I mean, I'm just, just I'm, I'm, that. I'm open to being used as a tool and I'm a tool to be used to do whatever. So just to go back on that, whatever homie needs. Know, yes. When we were working for CrossFit and, you know, coach Glassman was on the, the, uh, you know, we're just throwing everything and trying to, you know, kill Coke. And you were like, I, you kind of set up an environment where like, it was almost like religious zealotry. Like if you have a Coke in your hands, you are the enemy. And it was like, Oh my God, like this is for real. Like I, I, there was probably a year where I went to the movies 
once a week movie theater, and I always had a Coke. Always had a Diet Coke, Coke Diet Coke, Diet Coke. Coke, in the, Coke in the movies. And then I was like, Diet now Coke? I'm working CrossFit, and they're like, oh, they don't do Coke. Like, Diet never, Coke? Like, Diet never Coke. Coke? I. A sparkling Celi- water is better than a Diet Coke, I will say. Dude, Mike Celiaris? Yeah. You know Mike Celiaris, arm yeah, wrestling? Yeah. He yeah. told me, he said, do you know any skinny, skinny people drinking Diet Coke? He's like, it doesn't work. Oh, that's a good point. Regular Coke. That's, that's cool. yeah. I just don't like the taste of it. But hey, you know who lived off of Diet Cokes or Cokes? Do you remember which arm wrestler just lived? That's all he he didn't he didn't eat or drink anything. All he had was Coke. I do not remember. R.J. Molinaire. Oh, R.J. All RJ. he had, and he was so skinny. And he was yeah. so ripped, and he would yeah. just drink a. He would when whenever we'd go out and film with him in Homa, Louisiana. H o u m a Homa 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 Louisiana. Um, he would. He. Uh, go ahead. He would nurse a coke. He would nurse a coke for like six hours. A sixteen <laughs> coke. I'm not joking. That's disgusting. And he'd be yeah. out there. Uh, we'd be out there on a boat, and he'd have a coke in one hand and a gun in the other hand. <laughs> hey, can I change the subject? Fucking- I'm sorry. I'm not. <laughs> go ahead. Yeah. Whatever. I, my wife yeah, asked you, me. Ahead. My wife asked me during the game. She's like, Sevon, not at the games." I was like, "I don't. I don't think he is. Like, do you not go to the games anymore?" I don't. That's I got so fired weird. from CrossFit. What would I do there? But you would be like a media guy. You would have your podcast set up, and you would go around and you do. Let me what tell you. you. Let me tell you something. I'm not a media guy. <laughs> what is this? I don't know <laughs> what the fuck this is. Just... Hey. Um... Oh, well, before you finish, I would like to say I didn't I even watched... get started. What are you talking about? Before I finish, go ahead. Uh, well, just on the game thing, I was watching media and I was like feeling nostalgic, and I was like, "Oh my god, such great times going to the games with everyone." And it's like I did feel sad this year watching the games. Uh, and I reached out to Eric for the first time in like a long time. He's like, "Oh, I'm at the games." I was like, "Eric, who?" Eric, my man. You know, he filmed all of season two. Eric, why can't I remember Eric's last name? You know Eric. Oh, Maciel? Eric Maciel, yeah, yeah. Dude, I fucking... I, I drove down to Newport today. It's like seven hours from my house, five hours from my house, right? And before I went to Newport, I took my fucking Sienna into the Toyota dealership to get it checked, right? And the guy who I dropped it off with, it's his name. His last name is Maciel. And I'm like, man, that's got to be a pretty common last name. So I'm like, uh, I'm like, don't say it, don't say it. Shut up, shut up. I'm like, are you Eric Maciel's brother? Like, I couldn't hold it up because I am. <laughs> what? <laughs> yeah, you lie. No, I'm serious. Oh. And at the games, I saw Eric Maciel working there, and I told one of my other friends, I'm like, I can't fucking believe it. I saw Eric Maciel like in some video at the games, and he's wearing a CEO shirt. And I thought like I, that was like, um, I was like, wow, Eric Maciel supports me. But then someone goes, no, 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 he'll wear anything that's free. I was like, <laughs> he came up and, and hung out with me. For a minute. He came what? and said hi. We chatted. He he did awesome. Yeah, yeah. He Can used to run the same? podcast. He was the engineer yeah. for the podcast at CrossFit. Yeah. He was fucking yeah. awesome. Good and me dude. and him got he 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 was like uh it was kind of a trip having him on the show. Because he was like, I like the whole time. Yeah, well, he didn't like that. He wanted to be a few times. He's like, "Hey, you got to treat me like a professional." I'm like, but I liked, I liked it that he fucked with me like that. 
But I was like, he's like, don't disrespect me on the podcast. Like, that's how I only know how to disrespect you. What are you talking about? <laughs> you got to go back with seven on 20 years to be cool with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gary Roberts. Well, hey, I'm this is great. We got it. We're gonna so we're gonna check in every month to see how like what happens with you and CrossFit and TRT and California hormones. Yeah, and I I I am getting more motivated by the day to produce. Like yeah, baby. it is empowering. I'm ready. <clears throat> the people like, want so you you do that injection thing you do that we saw you do at the beginning of the show when I was drunk. Now I'm sober, but you do that every <laughs> um you do that every day? Monday and Thursdays. Oh, just two days a week. Yeah. All right. Oh, cool. we forgot. To, Sarah chimed in with a super chat. You didn't say hi. I did. Oh, I didn't. You're right. I didn't. It's but well, we were talking about California hormones. She told me the other day. She's like, "Hey, you don't always have to say hi to me." And when I so I was like, "All right, fuck it. I won't." Yeah. Hi, Sarah. Uh, thank you very <laughs> much. I'm feeling great. I I kind of felt bad because I was like, I'm not sending enough updates on texts, but I mean, I'm still crushing it. Uh, so, uh, stay tuned. Stay yeah, tuned, mofos. Oh, uh, what else, are you making? Anything else? Are you doing any other projects? I forgot about my camera. Oh, nice shit. camera. Oh, nice. oh! Every camera I have set on gave to me. Well, that's good. Oh, oh! So we want to talk about what Sevon Matosian. There was one time. No, no, you don't have to. No, 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 no. no. <laughs> we're one time. We were at the games. We were at the CrossFit Games. This was the first day. I think it was the same day Sevon found out that my wife was leaving me sleeping with her uh, high school boyfriend while I was at the games. He was playing with a new camera, and I was like, "Oh, that camera's awesome." He's like, "You want it?" I said, "Are you joking?" He goes, "No, you can have it after the games." After the games, he brought it to me. Let me take it home. Was it a nice camera? Is this one right here? $3,500 camera. Well, I'm a good dude. Yeah. It's like, you know, that doesn't happen every day. Seven can fire me a few more times. I still have have stuff Sevy gave to me. I love you, Gary. You're fucking rad. I loved all the people I worked with that were good to me. You were so good to me, dude. You're so good to me. You're so fucking good. You were good to me, bro. Um, just to, to just to recap, you have to know that Gary Roberts and I, when we were uh, first started covering arm wrestling, there was no one else doing it. It was just the two of us, probably 2000, I don't know, four, five, six. And we were just two dudes that would fucking go around to chasing arm wrestlers all around the continental United States, around the world, even podunk tournaments, crazy shit for some of the wildest characters you've ever met. And uh, Gary and I were just two hustlers, just two dudes with video cameras who had, you know, thought we had struck gold when really we hadn't struck shit. And uh, we bonded and we've kept that friendship ever since. Yeah, yeah. Can I tell you a little small story before you end? Please, please, please. You you remember Denise Waddles? I do. Yeah. (laughs) She's awesome. Yeah. Okay. So listen, you say I'm a work harder, but every once in a while I drop the ball. Okay. Denise Waddles six years ago sent me a box of VHS tapes of old arm wrestling tournaments. I was supposed to convert them to digital convert them to a DVD. I, she would let me air the footage, but I would send her the copies of the footage. So she, I basically was doing free conversion from VHS to, to digital. Six years ago, she sent me a box, okay? Well, you know I sold all my shit in 2016, and I was traveling around the country, and so that box ended up in storage. And forever, she's like, hey, where's my tapes? Where's my tapes? And I always had an excuse. I was in Chicago. I said, my tapes are in storage. I'm sorry. 
six years she's been following me. And this, when I moved to Oregon, I told her, I said, all my stuff is going to be in one place. I will find your box and I will get it back to you. And so I find, I found her box yesterday <laughs> and I messaged her. I was like, I have your box. I'm going to convert it to digital. I'll send you. She goes, absolutely not. Do not convert it. Just send me the tapes. I said, why would you want me to send you the tapes? It costs money. I'm going to convert it to free. She goes, no, no, don't do it. She was like all pissed. And well, I good. said, good. I said, to her, I, the last thing I messaged her, I sent it by mail today, but I said, I said, you must think there's something like really viral in here, like some million hits. <laughs> I said, no, she doesn't. I said, you don't want me to see it, so I won't post it. Like she must think she has some gold in there. Cause there's no like, there's no arm wrestling gold anywhere. No, bro. Listen, listen. To, and you know what's hey, the moral of the story is never agree to help anyone. <laughs> Fuck everyone. Anyway, she was a little short with me. And I was like, well, that's weird. But she, I can't. Goes, I, it took Ron Bath gave years. me some tapes that I never returned to him. I feel horrible for six it. Six years. Hey, well, uh, if anyone wants to be as upbeat and positive and as fit and as healthy and as happy and as motivated and as charismatic as Gary Roberts, you can do it. You have to go to cahormones.com, password Sevon. And you'll get a free doctor's consultation. And if you live in California, you'll get free blood work. I don't know. I don't understand why you wouldn't do it. And um, and and then and then you're on the path to being the next Gary Roberts. Hey, hey, stay tuned. Okay, man. Gary. Stay Thank tuned. you. Crushing it, mofo. Crushing it. Good night. Um, I will. Uh, I will uh, talk to you soon. All right. Peace out, bro. Peace and Adios, love. man. <laughs> that was a sober up. Sobered up in the whole show. The energy at the beginning when you were just like going through that whole history and he just busted the shoots up the testosterone. What is happening? Oh, he's so much fun. I'm in the kitchen again. So I I'm I'm tripping and like I'm the same spot that we were before, right? Yeah. Yeah, and I can stand. I think, uh, I think Hiller's <laughs> coming to Newport on Thursday. And oh my gosh, when you kept walking to the back, but <laughs> yeah, I can walk all the way back. Here. I he couldn't start cool. laughing because he was like in the middle of like making a really good point about finance and fitness, <laughs> and then you're over there like that. <laughs> oh my gosh! I uh, I hit um I hit Dream Rare up today too. Told him I was back oh, in town. Yeah. I, I said we got to get you on the podcast. Yeah, would you would he would he come do it in person? That'd be cool. Would you? He do actually that? said he would. That kind of makes would... me nervous doing it in person. Oh, I think it'd be cool. But I guess it, it's second time you've had him on, and you've like hung out with him, so it's not like it'd be you have to meet him or something. Aaron <laughs> Macau, this was like a good MDMA trip. Maybe I've done so much MDMA in my past that whenever I get my swerve on it, it feels like I'm. A... Oh my goodness, that was great. We can uh, just okay. switch all the shows to the evening and just see how it rolls from here on out. <laughs> it's going to be a fun two weeks. Yeah, okay. Coming right down from Dory's place. I did uh, when I when I came back um, t- t- right before the show. I was a little buzzed, and I came into the kitchen here and did a hundred burpees, and my boys did them with me. It was pretty cool. That is cool. That's the workout there. No <laughs> mushrooms, not yet. Um, okay, so t- tomorrow morning we have uh, – do we have Trevor Cashy scheduled? 
Yes, he's scheduled, and uh, he's on. He's like the he's a, like via email, but he's all um, squared away. Okay, and are you on tomorrow morning show? No, I will not be. I'll be at the fire department. Uh, how about Caleb? I wonder if Caleb's on. Caleb might be on. And that, but he, but if I go to Streamyard, we are. It is I'm scheduled. Send. That is a question. I'm going to see. Okay, so we have Dr. Cashy, and then we have Sherman. Yes, that is scheduled on Sherman. And then we have Sherman Merrick. That's going to be fun. That'll be so. Those are those are, and then we have Kevin Kessler. Oh, and Alan Stein. Listen, if, you guys, if you want to, um, on Friday, I'm having the author on uh, of a book called. Shit, what's the name of the book? It's such a good book. It's called Sustain Your Game. That's it. Sustain Your Game. I'm going to have the author of this book on. I promise you, I'm not, you will not regret it if you download the audiobook and start listening to it now. You'll be pretty happy come Friday that you started listening to this book, Sustain Your Game. It's a really, really good book. The notes I'm getting from it are already fabulous. It's, 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 um, he works with great athletes and, uh, he talks about, let me see if I can find some of my notes here. Okay. I'm not going to give any of it away, but you want to get the book, check it out. Sustain your game. Uh, the author is Alan Stein. Uh, don't confuse it with, uh, Alex Stein, although he's a great guest also. And that's on Friday. So you can download the, that audio book or buy that book, sustain your game and, uh, start listening. And I think that, uh, the podcast will have more value for you then. What do you think about the vindicate t-shirt? Bosman is also a prick. I haven't seen it. But it might be blasphemy to do that. That that's what I kind of thought, to be honest. When I saw Since it, I was that like, was a, oh. a seal a seal thing with Dave. Yeah. That might be a little black. There's like I don't a big know. backstory behind that. Tall Steve when it's fight dude, the the fight got um stopped. He got poked in the eye and the fight got stopped. Crazy, right? Co main event. Boom. Okay. So do you then- need me on? Always. We always need you on. <clears throat> okay. Uh, we will see you guys tomorrow at 7 a.m. Thanks, everyone, for tuning in. Gary Roberts, thanks for coming on. Matt Souza, thanks for being here. Uh, Sarah awesome. Cox, thanks for everything. California Hormones, get your step today. Bye.